Wagon Wheel, Darius Rutger, 2013. Now, Darius Rucker actually did not write Wagon Wheel. And believe it or not, Bob Dylan wrote the chorus for Wagon Wheel back in 1973. Yes, Bob Dylan. And then Catch Secker of the band Old Crow Medicine Show wrote the verse 25 years later and recorded it in 2004. And Darius Rucker came out with his version of it in 2013. And most people know Wagon Wheel as being a Darius Rucker song. I thought it was a Darius Rucker song. I was very, very impressed. But uh, it is not a Darius Rucker song. It is actually a Bob Dylan and Catch Secker song, believe it or not. We actually saw Bob. No, we didn't see Bob Dylan. We actually saw Darius Rucker last year. Alyssa and I went to PNC Bank Art Center, which is an outdoor theater. And we saw Darius Rucker and Lady Antebellum and Russell Dickerson. And this is a problem I have with country music shows. I'm not a huge country music fan. I like some acts. A lot of this stuff is bro country. It's not really my cup of tea. But one thing I found that all these guys do is they all tour together. When I go see a show, I want to see the person I'm there to see. But what you find is that all these country music guys will have a tour of four or five people, four or five different acts. And there will usually be equal time. I know it's traditional in a lot of shows you have an opener and then you have the main act. But what's happening with these shows is you have the same amount of time allotted to all of these bands. So in our case, I went to go see Darius Rucker. He was who I was going to see. And I was expecting it to be Russell Dickerson opens, and he did. He opened up for six songs. And then Lady Antebellum and then Darius Rucker. I would have thought Darius Rucker is a larger act, because, especially because Hooting, Hooting the Blowfish, than Lady Antebellum is. But it wasn't that. Darius Rucker played second, played 45 minutes, and then Lady Antebellum played for an hour and 15 minutes. It wasn't even close to being equal. And to me, Darius Rucker is more well-known and to me more talented and has more songs that people know and will sing along to than Lady Antebellum. And that was disappointing. And you see all these shows. It's Florida Georgia Line and Chris Young and Russell Dickerson. and they all. Play. I want to go see a person... Specifically, it's very rare that you'll line up and have everybody has music that you enjoy. But what you're finding is they do this out of necessity because all these guys have maybe four or five songs that everyone knows and the rest of their stuff is crap. And that's what you're finding is going on. So I don't even bother anymore. After that one experience, I was pretty disappointed. But welcome, everybody. Welcome. Today is Sunday, July 21st, 2019. It was another scorcher today. I've been going on about the heat wave for a while, but my God, we were in the sun yesterday, we were in the sun today. It's 8 o'clock at night right now, so a full day has passed. I was in the sun, we were at Top Golf before, and my God, it was hot. I was in the sun for 20 minutes, and I was drenched in sweat. It was 99 degrees today, it probably felt like 115. It must have been at least 110 with the heat index. I'm learning so much about the weather by just researching the heat wave of New York City of 2019. I'm learning so much about the weather. But one thing that was interesting that happened today was that my friend Adam knew we were going to Top Golf, which is outside. There's no AC, not even like a a, fan, a cooling fan. The fan they had was hot air that was blowing on us, and he wore jeans. So I'll ask a final question, Adam. Why would you wear jeans today, given the fact that it was 99 degrees outside, one of the hottest days since 2011? Interesting, right? But today we have a running update. I went running this morning. I said I was going to go running yesterday, and I said I was going to go running this morning yesterday, and I did. Oh, guys, it was it was really tough. I woke up at seven thirty. 
was out of the house by 745. At that time, I think it was 87 degrees, but once it felt like 100% humidity. It was brutal. And I ran, I didn't even run as far as I could have. I ran two and a half miles, and I did about a 930 pace. It's about a 30-minute run around there, a little less than 30 minutes. And I, and it was so hot, and my legs were cramping up so bad. I had to stop two or three times on the way back. After about a mile and a half, I had to stop. And I'll tell you, something happened for the first time today. It's never happened before in my life. I got back from my run, and I immediately threw up in my driveway. The last half mile, people have this thing called the runner's high. You hear about this runner's high where it's kind of like the last stretch of wherever you're running to with a race, and you get this euphoric feeling. I did not experience that. I was literally focusing on the pavement eight feet in front of me, determined to finish this run, and it was the hardest run I've ever had to do in my entire life. I got back and mid-run running up my driveway, I hadn't even fully stopped yet, I threw up. And I had nothing to eat that morning because I just had just woken up, so I basically was throwing up water. But I threw up twice and then I proceeded to lay on the pavement for about 25 minutes. And it's amazing, a 30-minute run basically destroyed my day. I Now, I did go to the gym afterwards. I basically gave myself an hour, I cooled down, I relaxed, and I got myself to the gym. But I was exhausted after that. I mean, I'm still exhausted. And one thing I was finding was I did drink enough water, but my legs were, it's not even cramping, but my legs were in such pain, you know, halfway through the run. And then towards the end, I have never experienced anything like that before in my life. I was running up that driveway and I knew I was going to throw up. I, I, it was just, it just came up. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like a gag. It was just a one motion blah and then another motion blah. And it was all the water I had drank from the from the run. And I've never done that before. I have never thrown up at the gym or, or running less one time, but that was when I was hungover. So I don't count that. I've never done that before. And now I know what it feels like, I guess, to push your body really past the limit of what it can handle. And I ended up taking a two hour nap today. I was I was just so beat. I couldn't imagine I can't I couldn't do that every day or three, four times a week. It literally destroyed my day. And I only ran two and a half miles. This is not the farthest run I've ever done. I, I might have run more than that because one thing I have a gripe with here, I have a Fitbit Blaze. The Fitbit Blaze GPS today on my run just decided to crap out, and it didn't GPS it. And when it doesn't GPS it, it's never accurate because then it goes based off your stride length. But my stride length will change depending on if I'm running up a hill or if I'm running down a hill or if I'm trying to accelerate at the end of my run. At the end of my run, I was definitely changing my stride length. I was taking longer strides trying to finish the run up quick. So it's never correct. And I would say usually when I do two miles on the treadmill with the non-GPS turned on, it's about a third of a mile off. So it'll say I did 1.70 miles instead of two. So I'm going to say I did almost a three-mile run today, which I think I did, just given the amount of time. So that annoyed me. But the fact that this happened today where I pushed myself to such a limit, I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe it's the first time I've thrown up. But the fact that, this is something I'm hoping to keep up with. I can't keep up with that pace. Like I can't, I can't have that going on every day. It destroyed my body. Absolutely destroyed it. And then today it was just hot as hell. But in better news, we have an update for you guys. Not a running update, but a sunflower update. You're a sunflower. 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 Sunflower.
I mentioned before that I was big into gardening. I still am. Back in early June, I planted some sunflower seeds amongst other flowers that got eaten by deer. But luckily, they spared the sunflower seeds because they were really tiny. And I guess I missed them. My sunflowers, I have two. They're named Alyssa and Anne. One's after my girlfriend. One's after my mom. Now, Alyssa's coming in strong, and Anne's catching up. But one thing I've noticed over the past month and a half is that raising a sunflower is much like raising a child. I have to nourish it. I have to feed it. I have to take care of it. I water it every day. And it's growing at an unbelievably rapid pace. I can't believe how tall it is. So what I want to do now is every single day that I podcast, I am going to give you a live update on the progress of Alyssa on my Alyssa sunflower. Right now, today, we're looking at 33 inches on the dot. That's over two and a half feet. Now, these are giant sunflowers. So I think they're going to get to, they might even get as tall as me, six, six, three, something like six feet. It looks like we're going to get a blooming time probably in early September. But this has been a very enriching experience. Now, I'm getting to the point where the sunflower is getting higher than the fence I put up. If deer eat my sunflowers, I will be absolutely destroyed. I will be heartbroken. These sunflowers have become my life. They're like my children. And deer are rampant everywhere. You know my feeling on deer if you've watched any of the podcasts. I can't stand them. I hate deer. So please, deer, if you're listening... I beg of you, do not eat my sunflowers, please. If I have to hear a deer in the back making these... Oh, there they are. They're just, they're just disgusting, gross animals that they are. Please just leave my sunflowers on, I beg of you. I beg of you. But every day, you're going to get a sunflower update. And the, rate, and the rate they're growing, it must be two inches a day, it feels like. It's crazy. Big in the news this week, a trailer's come out for the movie Cats. If you haven't seen the trailer for the movie Cats, I implore you to do so and see how creepy Hollywood has become. If Harvey Weinstein wasn't enough, we now present you Cats. One of the strangest, most uncomfortable trailers I have watched in a very long time. Now, Cats, the movie, is based on Cats, the Broadway show that ran from 1982 to 2000. At the time, it was the longest-running musical. And it was creepy back then. But back then, the Cats the Musical was people dressed as cats. That's what it was. It was humans dressed as cats. With how far CGI has come, it is now cat people. It is basically nude suits with fur and cat ears. And it's really uncomfortable. And there's a lot of big stars in this movie. There's Taylor Swift, who is perhaps the creepiest looking cat of them all. Jennifer Hudson, Idris Elba, Jason Derulo, James Corden, Sir Ian McClellan. Oh, Ian, why have you done this? Is there not another movie you can put your talents to? It is one of the, you know, I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer. It's a musical. Obviously, the visual is much more important in this scenario because this is the creepiest crap I've seen in a very long time. But here's a little taste of the trailer. Here we go. <laughs> That's James Corden. Not with dialogue here. 
Well, I definitely choose the best part of the movie because there's absolutely no dialogue playing. It's announcing all the actors that are in the movie and actresses. Taylor Swift is the creepiest cat alive. Rebel Wilson as the fat cat. It is just... This was a movie. This is an example of a movie that should not have been made. There's no reason. No one was asking for cats. If you want to put it back on Broadway and dress people up in cat suits again, fine. This movie's so weird because if you haven't seen the trailer, and, you, and please see the trailer so you know what I'm talking about. There, there's men, cats, and girl cats. They're completely naked. They're nude with fur, but they're humans with limbs. Their faces all look exactly the same as the humans do with fur on them. So you can tell who everybody is. You can tell who James Corden is. You can tell who Taylor Swift is. They all look like themselves, but it's like, it's like furries. It's really strange. And then they have no private parts, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And for some reason, all the women are naked and the men have clothes on them, I think, from what I'm getting from the trailer, which is kind of weird. Why are we doing that? I thought we moved past that now. But the women, they're in these bodysuits and like, they don't have breasts and it's just really, un- I don't, un- it's really weird. But there's this weird kind of sexualization with them because they are all nude and they look like themselves, but they're cats. And it's just, why are we doing this? This Listen, by the judge of the trailer, the cat's trailer has 7 million views, 80,000 likes, and 195,000 dislikes. So it's a a two-to-one ratio of dislikes to likes. This is an example, a prime example of when the internet works. It's really uncomfortable. I will not be seeing the movie Cats, nor should you. I don't care how big of a fan you are of the Broadway show. Do not see this movie. Do not support this really bizarre animal fetish weirdness. Ugh. Strange. Humans are strange. Like, they gave the cats, like, butts. The cats have, like, cheeks, like, butt cheeks. Why? Why'd you do that? Just just make it like a Ken doll and put the back of just it's why would you give them butts and why would you put clothes on them? If you're gonna put them in a nude suit, put clothes on them. This is so weird. This looks like the Sonic the Hedgehog that everyone complained about and then they forced to they were forced to change it. But this is they're not changing it. Gross. Oh my god. This is like this is probably what you'll find in Area 51. Cat people. Cat people and dogmen. Th- you know, this might be what, what Sandra Bullock saw in, in Bird Box. This might be what it is. She saw one of the cats. She saw Taylor Swift as a cat. And then she lost her eyesight. Gross. Gross. Final thing, and this is kind of sadder. I'm sorry I'm ending on a sad note, but I saw this in the post today. There's a there's a a horrible, heartbreaking, disgusting picture of an elephant with its head cut off and its tusk next to its body by poachers in Bot- I think it was Botswana. Is it in Botswana? Botswana. And a uh, a photographer, a South African photojournalist, captured the elephant from his drone. And it's laying in this field. It has no head. And they obviously, poachers killed it for ivory. The, trophy hunting. Trophy hunting, this is not really trophy hunting, but 
trophy hunting is disgusting. Hunting an animal with a high-powered rifle isn't hunting. I'm sorry, it's not. I'm completely on board with hunting for meat and hunting for food. You can kill all the deer you want. You can murder deer left and right. I don't care. I don't like deer. But hunting lions and these majestic animals and then not eating them, and even then I wouldn't agree with it, but but like claiming you... I, I saw a video the other day of, of a couple kissing a lion, kissing a lion, kissing each other next to a dead lion they killed, this beautiful lion, this but this mane, and, and it was a, just this regal animal, and they were kissing over it, proud of their kill. You know what? You Kill a lion with a spear, and then I'll be impressed. Don't shoot a high-powered rifle 400 yards away and claim you're some kind of hero. It was disgusting. And poaching... Apparently, poaching has a 600% rise in Botswana. You know, we're going to kill all of these beautiful animals, and we'll be the only ones left. And you know what happens when we're the only ones left? We're going to kill ourselves. We're already doing that. Between 2014 and 2018, 600% rise in the number of carcasses found. Because people seem to, for some reason, like ivory. It's disgusting. Just the same thing with rhinos. We're literally, rhinos are going extinct because we want their horns. What's the matter with people? They literally hack the head off of this elephant with a chainsaw. Elephants are one of the most intelligent animal species that we know exist. They're akin to dolphins. Yet we're murdering them like they're absolutely nothing. And it's tough because it's hard to patrol, parole this. It's hard to patrol this, rather. You know, you're looking over hundreds of thousands of acres of land trying to contain this. You can't do that. If poachers want to kill an elephant, they'll kill it. But the problem is it's the mindset of thinking that's okay, and it's not. To kill to kill a beautiful animal like this for two horns, two tusks, so you can make some jewelry or a lamp is just disgusting. And it's not just elephants, it's all animals. And I, I, I akin this same thing to trophy hunting. People shooting giraffes. What are you shooting a giraffe for? You're going to eat it? If you're going to do that, shoot a gazelle. Eat the gazelle. Don't shoot a giraffe, a lion, a tiger. I guess I have to say bear. There's animals that are acceptable for hunting. Pigs, wild boars. Moose, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a big hunter. I don't hunt at all. But deer seem to be the one major hunting animal. And that's fine by me. Kill them all. Ate my garden. Bastards. We're going to end it here. I know I didn't have a lot today. Um, It was a busy day. And and it's so hot today. My energy level is just at a very, very low energy. It was a low energy afternoon. So we're gonna we're gonna end it here. We'll be back. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you guys up front. Tomorrow might be a little tough. I'm going to the city to meet my family after work, and I don't know if I'll be able to record an episode. But you know, I have to put my well-being ahead of this, and I'm up really early on Tuesday morning, so I don't think I can stay up late to record one. So I'll try my best to do one tomorrow. But if I miss one, you know, I'll, I have a valid explanation. It's not because I'm lazy. But uh, with, on that note, guys, lots of love. Lots of respect. Gonna end it here. Peace.